0: Magnum pack and patriots, can't you dig it? This is the Tap Rack Bang Show. Happy birthday, Marine Semper Fidelis, And thank you to all of our veterans. Happy Veterans Day, we love you all. I'm your host and disgruntled old devil dog, Ryan Frazier. Riding shotgun with me, as always, is the tactical tackle himself, Tyler Witzke. How you doing, my friend? Having a great old time. How are you? I'm balling out of control on this Marine Corps birthday. Oh, yeah. Ready to have some beers with the boys when we get off of work. But first, we got a great show for the folks back home.
1: Yeah, for sure. Before we get started, though, be sure to visit all the links down in the description. You know, get your free sticker. Yeah, for free. We've been bugging you guys about them. Uh Um, Get yours today. We'll stop bugging you. Also become a member down the link below. Um, become a frontline defender. Check out our foundation. We're gonna have Hannah Hill right. on here soon. So, uh, yeah, just go visit them all. It takes a few seconds. Helps out.
0: While you're at it, as always, we invite you to be a pro-gun bully today. And if you want to run Joe Biden's fudgy huggies right up the flagpole, go ahead and smash that like button. Don't forget to subscribe and smash the bejesus out of that Liberty Bell and sound the alarm of freedom every time a tap rack bang show drops. Hell yeah. Yeah. Which brings us right into t-shirt time for today. It's t-shirt time. Um, last week, we asked you, the pro-gun viewers, who wrote the majority decision for the McDonald v. Chicago Supreme Court case. And Mr. J Dunbar. John John Dunbar. Earned himself a dope ass NAGR t-shirt with the correct answer, Samuel Alito. Yeah. Yeah. he wrote that pro-gun decision that um further solidified some second amendment rights to all kinds of americans so yeah. we definitely salute him for that um speaking of which pyaw! Pyaw! <laughs> we uh we got a special guest on the show um Ms. hannah hill from south carolina be joining us today um and she's uh works for the national foundation for gun rights she's gonna talk about what's going on in the Supreme Court and also give us an update on the Rittenhouse case. Yep. Oh yeah, but we're still on t-shirt time, aren't we? Yes, sir. It's t-shirt time! So, this week's question, to be a a winner like Jay Dunbar. Dunbar. If you answer first in the YouTube comments the answer to this question, you too can win yourself a t-shirt. The question is, what is the most prevalent variation of the AK-47 rifle? Avdumat Kalashnikova, model of 1947, more commonly known as the AK-47 or Kalashnikov. Ooh, ooh. So yeah, comment below if you think you know. No cheating, no Googling. Don't open up your world book encyclopedia and try and get any answers. You gotta do it from your old noodle. So comment below, win yourself a dope-ass shirt, thus concludes t-shirt time. Yep. Can we talk about the NRA? Yeah, why not? The, the shit show that seems to be going on over there, they they can't manage their money, and it turns out they just hate their members. Yeah. That's,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. NPR released an article uh, earlier this week talking about um, some leaked uh, recordings of a phone call back in 1999, I believe it was, mm-hmm. um, where Wayne LaPierre, Marion Hammer, said some pretty yeah. sick stuff about you know, gun owners in general.
0: Yeah, the the very people that have made both of those NRA executives very, 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 extremely wealthy. Um, I mean, we've all seen the pictures of of uh, Uncle Wayne's big mansion that he's got down there in Texas and private and jets, private jets, friggin' rolling around like he's Jay Z or some shit, Gucci loafers. If <laughs> <laughs> you get oh. the beautiful girls there, it's wonderful. <laughs> all right, get the. Oh. Off my vote. She <laughs> lovers off of the money of pro-gun patriots who expect them to responsibly advocate for the Second Amendment. And um, yeah, in the leaked audio, which we'll go ahead and play right now, here's here's Wayne LaPierre calling uh, his members nuts.
1: It's holding a member meeting without an exhibit hall.
0: You know, yeah. The
1: people you are most likely to get in that member meeting without an exhibit hall are the nuts. That's, That's right. right.
0: That made that point earlier. I agree. The fruitcakes are going to show up. Yeah, that's pretty messed up.
1: Yeah, what an idiot. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's
1: the, all I have to say. Like, you just disrespecting the people that expect you to, you know, uphold the Constitution, yeah. fight for gun rights. And every
0: $5 donor or what have you to the National Rifle Association is entrusting him with their money to advocate for the Second Amendment. And he, and he just. Crapping all over him, calling him names, right. showing a total lack of respect. Um, and if if you think his was bad, let's see what Marion Hammer, another NRA executive, had to say about the same people who just wanted them in the aftermath of a tragedy to stand up to the pub, the media hysteria, and the cries for draconian gun control. Let's listen to Ms. Hammer.
1: If you pull down the exhibit hall, that's not gonna leave anything for the media except the members meeting, and you're gonna have the wackos with all kinds of crazy resolutions, with all kinds of, of dressing like a bunch of hillbillies and idiots, and, and it's, gonna, it's gonna be the worst thing you can imagine.
0: Wow. Wackos, hillbillies, and idiots. I
1: can't believe it because, uh, you know, there, we we even see it here. We got we got a lot of donors that, uh, you know, send in their their check or their you know cash in the mail mm-hmm. back to us because they expect us to de- defend the gun, defend our gun rights and Absolutely. the Constitution and everything. And you know sometimes you'll get those where they write a little note and it's like, on Social Security, mm-hmm. this is all I have and it's like two five seven dollars or whatever and it's like we we really appreciate that and we'll even keep those notes up in the wall on our office because it shows what we're fighting for and who we're fighting for absolutely and then you go to the nra who should be fighting for gun rights and yet they're you know Mm -hmm. using the money for mansions yeah, private flights and everything and then they're calling you guys idiots
0: yeah it's it's despicable we've always looked at it that we have a you know, a sacred trust with our donors and members to use every cent that is donated to us to fight for the Second Amendment and we consider that sacred here and we will never disrespect our members like that and it's just kind of disgusting, you know, the people who should be fighting on the same side of us but unfortunately over the years have done more to just compromise on the Second Amendment and it makes sense where all those compromises come from when you see the opinions that they're top brass holds of the pro-gun patriots here in the United States. It's, it's, it's sickening, yeah. is what it is. Yeah, and so, so I, yeah. that's all I have to boo say. boo hiss for Marion Hammer and Wayne LaPierre. Um, yeah, that's, that's messed up. Let's move on to some good news. As we said before, um, some exciting stuff going on in the courts, but you don't want to hear it from Tyler and I. You'd rather hear it from Hannah Hill. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to welcome back to the show the policy director for the National Foundation for Gun Rights, Ms. Hannah Hill. Thank you for joining us again. Thanks for having me. Glad to have you on the show. And uh, it's my understanding that there's some pro-gun stuff going on in the Supreme Court right now, and our viewers would like to know what that is.
2: So recently the Supreme Court held oral arguments in New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin. That is the first major uh, gun case that the Supreme Court has taken in over 10 years. So this is a huge deal. And oh, yeah. we all are hoping for an awful lot from this ruling. Um, it's interesting. You can't really read a whole lot into oral arguments, but okay. there were several really encouraging signs from this. Um, for in the first place, I would say, it was clear that the justices know that the right to bear arms is a constitutional right, and that's not something that we always yeah. necessarily assume they Seems know. Simple right. enough, but right. <laughs> well, but even um, even Justice Roberts sounded downright pro-gun at times. Ow. Right, exactly. There's the world coming to? <laughs> I know. <laughs> you felt like you were in the twilight zone
1: there. For <laughs> right.
2: So. Um, there was a lot of discussion as well um, of, you know, gun-free zones, you know, safe spaces, that type mm-hmm. of thing. Just what, what is allowed if you can, uh, if a state or local government can limit the right to bear arms, just how mm-hmm. far does that go? Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. Um, another thing that seems like is pretty clear is that the court, the justices are looking at not just ruling on the New York concealed carry law, which is extremely restrictive Mm -hmm. and basically means that ordinary citizens don't have the right to bear arms at all. Um, They're also looking at redefining the standard by which they uh, judge whether or not gun control measures are constitutional at all. Wow. (laughs) Which, if they do that, and that is one of the things that seems to be... They're, that they're thinking about mm-hmm. and based on the lines of questioning if they do that that's going to completely change the landscape for second amendment litigation
0: wow
2: so this could be huge um they could they could completely strike down carry laws all over the country which would be great for us yeah they could give us a really really bad ruling mm-hmm. um which would be great for the other side or they could there are a couple of middle of the road options and that's kind of what I'm worried about at this point. Sure. Something that gives us some stuff but also gives the other side some stuff, you know, some gains for gun rights but great big loopholes that you can drive a truck through. Yeah. Or they could even go really, really narrow with it and say, you know, we're going to rule only on the New York law, but we're not going to give you any gains on the underlying issues. Gotcha. All right. So we won't know um, until okay. they rule, and we're kind of looking for the ruling at the end of the term, which is going to be in June. So we got to wait till um, June. <laughs> um, they tend to oh, save the really, really big rulings <laughs> to the end okay. of the term.
0: I mean, you so, think this, reading into this, it should be about a five-minute discussion, strike down the, you would the think. restrictive carry laws you think. and move on right. what's next but we got to wait till June this is this is whack but okay yeah. Well, yeah. So,
1: yeah so shifting gears here we have some news of the day uh, regarding the Rittenhouse case Hannah can you give us an update on that
2: sure so uh, Kyle Rittenhouse's self-defense trial is actually happening as we speak um, this has been something we've been waiting on for over a year um, his case was one of the first ones we took at the foundation after I started And we were able to raise over $50,000 for his legal defense and for the assistance of his family. So um, his trial has been going for over the past week. And yeah, it's going really, really well for the defense. In fact, um, if you don't mind, let's look at a clip from a couple of days ago. This is um, while the prosecution was, I'm sorry, the defense was cross-examining one of the prosecution's star witnesses.
0: When you were standing, Three to five feet from him with your arms up in the air, he never fired. Right? Correct. It wasn't until you pointed your gun at him, advanced on him, with your gun, now your hands down, pointed at him, that he fired. Right?
1: Correct. <laughs>
2: How about them
0: apples? Wow! Yeah, yeah, and that—that that was their star witness. That was
2: their star witness.
0: Their, their whole case hinging on this guy sticking to their story.
2: And that was probably that was probably the moment that made the news. But the rest of the mm-hmm. case has uh, the trial has pretty much gone in that way. Yeah, right. um, like their it. their case has imploded. Um, I've heard it said that they didn't prepare well, but my dad used to say you can't get blood out of a turnip.
0: Those who ain't, and those who are knee high on a grasshopper. Which type ain't you ain't? <laughs>
2: Facts aren't there. All the preparation in the world's not going to help you.
0: That's right. true. And when, when you have like consistent footage of the entire ordeal, showing this kid acting in self-defense with kind of better discipline than maybe I could have been expected to have as a U.S. Marine at his age, like right. it's it's amazing and.
2: And here's the thing, they could have known that from day one, if anyone could have known that from day one, because Mm -hmm. this case is rare in the fact of how much video evidence was available from the very beginning. Before we took that case, we watched it all, Mm -hmm. um, because obviously the Second Amendment only protects self-defense, right? So before we were going to step in, we had to make sure it was self-defense, and You know, it was very clear from what was available, and that's the only reason that we stepped in. Yeah. And we got a lot of criticism from that. We got threatened with Uh, deplatforming. We got a lot of pushback. But the fact is, if you listen to where the evidence is taking you instead of the narrative that the woke media and the prosecutor and the mob, um, they're really mad because he dared to uh, push back instead of just letting them beat him up. Right, yeah. Or shoot him or whatever. Awesome
0: to see the foundation under your leadership kind of stare down cancel culture and stick to our guns and
2: and do what was right. We've got the best members in the world. I mean, they just stepped up to the plate. Um, I think we all kind of saw ourselves. if we were in that situation and we had to defend ourselves from all the craziness that was happening with all of that unrest and the rioting we would do it in a heartbeat absolutely so we're very grateful um, that our members were listening to that instead of to yeah. um, the woke media
1: yeah they really 100%. stepped up yeah so yeah just to play on that go visit the link down in the description we have a link to our foundation go help them out go help hand out please mm-hmm. do you know Everything, anything helps, and, uh, you know, she goes to bat for gun owners in the courts. We got a great network of uh, legal attorneys and
0: everything, so uh, go check them out. Yeah, and um, thanks, Hannah, for joining us on the show. We hope to have you back soon with some good news out of both of these cases. Here's hoping. Thanks so much. Absolutely. And that's a wrap for Bing this week once again. Happy birthday, Marines. Happy Veterans Day Vets. Special thank you to Hannah Hill for joining the show. Yeah. Tell them where to go, Tylers.
1: Again, go visit the the links in the description. Become a member today. Become a frontline defender. Mm. And That's vis- what you do. Yeah, and go visit our foundation. Help them out. Help Hannah out. She's been a huge, huge part. In, oh, yeah, uh, she's kicking all kinds of ass in the courts. Exactly, mm. especially defending gun owners and everything. Yep. Um, also, don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe today. Hit that liberty bell. Woo. We'll see you all next time. See ya.